Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Friends, welcome to the Daily Inch. <laughs> oh, hello. Wallamaway Research in Murder Mile. Here's a little treat to keep you entertained over the next three weeks. Fifteen little stories which are fun, rambly, informative, but not essential to listen to. Each story's been written and presented in a tongue-in-cheek way, and are not for the easily offended. Murder Mile returns on Thursday the 3rd of November, 2022. But until then, there's this. Number 8. Stoned and Bummed Out Everyone tells lies once in a while. Some are believable and some are not. But whether we mean to, almost everyone has an excuse for everything. Of course, there are the usual classics. My dog ate my homework. I left my money at home. I didn't know that Jeffrey Epstein was a paedophile. I'm fifth in line to the throne and I've never been to the Pizza Express in Woking. Ah, yes, all the classics. Of course, there are others, such as, I've no idea how that pornography got onto my laptop, officer. Which is entirely believable, as someone the other day told me that on this newfangled thing called the internet, if you type in the word boobies, you can get to see at least ten pictures fleshy chesticles I mean who knew yeah who knew right right oh shit I didn't as Eva never lets me look at anything rude like boobs bots or foo-foos in fact anytime I'm online ordering her a new set of diamond encrusted knuckle dusters titanium nunchucks made by Gucci or a bulletproof corset with lace-lined bandoliers, with pockets for 52 grenades and 10 pints of super-strength Polish lager, in case she gets thirsty. She always glares at me, growling through her gloriously beautiful gritted teeth. Don't you even think about eyeing another woman, you maggot! Whilst holding a red-hot poker to burn my eyes out should my peepers ever deviate for a split second. Of course... 
my eyes aren't even eyes anymore. After the incident. They're now just a set of ping pong balls, painted to look like eyes. And on the inside are portraits of Eva. In the left is her holding a rather threatening pair of scissors. Well, tweezers. And in the right are a rather forlorn set of withered plums. Eva, I get it, I get it. What can I say? She's a very jealous woman. But I know my place. (sighs) Now, for some people, hearing lies is all part of their daily work. A friend of mine used to work in A&E, and a gentleman once attended the hospital with a wire coat hanger sticking out of his trousers. When she asked why, he said, I had an itchy bottom which didn't explain why he was walking like an orangutan with an obsession for wearing loon pants, like he was dancing to MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. When she asked him to remove his underpants, which he did with all the speed and caution of a snail, moving his favourite Ming vase between a herd of sleeping bulls, she said that the coat hanger in question wasn't on the surface of his butt cheeks, but it had been inserted directly into his anus. When she asked why six inches of wire had been rammed up his poo pipe, he said it was because the inside of his rectum was really itchy and his fingers weren't long enough to reach the itchy bit. Hmm, she thought. His rectum must have been really itchy. I wonder why. Maybe an allergy, an infection, or maybe a piece of loo paper had got stuck up there, hence his use of the coat hanger. Yes, that must be it, she thought. But as she tried to remove the coat hanger in order to apply some bum lotion, she realised that the coat hanger, which had been fashioned into a makeshift hook, wouldn't slip out of his poop hole no matter how hard she jiggled it. Unsure of what was obstructing it, she decided to x-ray his pelvis. Given her job, she'd seen many an item which had accidentally become lodged up a young man's anus, especially on a Saturday night. After a few beers, a said young man had got locked out of his house, climbed in through his bedroom window, and, as supposedly his loose trousers had got caught around the latch, he had inadvertently fallen bum-first onto a conveniently placed phallic object. It happens, am I right, guys? Right, right, right? Oh, come on, guys! Only this was not a candle a root vegetable, or a statue of a Norman roundhead which had wedged up his jacksie. It was a gerbil. A real one. Apparently he had inserted a pipe up his arse, coated the gerbil in cocaine, had the rodent run up the pipe and into his bum-bum, and as the fluffy drugs mule clawed at the inside of his rectum, the cocaine entered his system and the dirty little pervert got incredibly high. That was until the pipe fell out, the gerbil suffocated, and having failed to suck it out using a vacuum cleaner, he crept his way to A&E to receive medical help, and hopefully psychiatric. I mean, it's like the old lady who swallowed a fly, only he was the old pervert who stuck a gerbil up his ass to get high and it died. Although I doubt they'll be teaching that version in nursery schools. Anyway, I digress... That's not the story I wanted to tell you. It was this. Just a few years ago, 52-year-old Dang Tran, a Vietnamese national living in Hackney, 
was growing cannabis plants in his council flat on Frampton Park Road. Needing a fleet of 600 watt bulbs, oscillating fans, and a carbon dioxide extractor running 24 hours a day for three months straight, he knew his electricity bill would cost a fortune. Having decided to monkey with a power supply to bypass the meter, this not particularly gifted electrician caused a small inferno and the flat caught fire. On the 1st of June at 8.15am, the fire brigade arrived. Upon entering the flat, they discovered a small factory containing 109 cannabis plants, and promptly, Mr Tran was arrested. Tried at Snaresbrook Crown Court, he was not charged with cultivating cannabis with intent to supply drugs. The judge fully accepted that this stash of cannabis was for his own personal use, as he needed it to soothe his hemorrhoids. Apparently, he had not heard of Preparation H, prunes, or even coating a gerbil in Vaseline. Tang was sentenced to six months in prison and ordered to pay £425 in costs, even though the council flat had to be entirely gutted. So the next time you're arrested for cultivating illegal substances, don't admit to being a drug dealer. Just say you've got arse plums dangling from your bum, and only Class B drugs can cure it. Case closed. The Daily Inch returns tomorrow. And of course, your regular episodes of Murder Mile return on Thursday the 3rd of November or three days earlier via Patreon. Thank you. 
So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.